Banen. Exterior. Interior. Restaurant. Bar. Club. Day. Night. Action. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of Restaurant Fiction, the podcast that reviews fictional restaurants, bars, and clubs in TV and film, as well as talk about the creative process, the screenwriting process to make and create said fictional restaurant, bar, and club. Today is a little bit different. Oh, yeah. My name is Monis Rose. I am your host with the most. So anyway, today is a little bit different. We are actually reviewing. We are going to tell you about a real, a real authentic restaurant that is portrayed in a fantastic food documentary called Chaleganas, the Vias Tacos story. You see, I actually was personally hit up by the film's director, Shirley, and also the producer, Ulysses. And they came to me with this awesome documentary. I saw, fell in love with it. Um, you know, this Vias Tacos, um, it's in Highland Park. And you'll know more about the amazing, the amazing chef behind the Vias Tacos, the amazing proprietor, the owner, Victor Via, because he is also on the podcast. But anyway, you're going to know more about the passion it takes and the love of not just the taco, but the LA taco, but also the Highland Park and the Highland Park scene and everything that inhabits and makes Los Angeles and Los Angeles so unique and so special and so vibrant, all in this awesome, fucking awesome movie, Echale Ganas, the VS Taco story. Anyway, here is our review of Victor Villa and his VS Tacos as well as our chat with Victor Villa himself of Villa's Tacos, as well as the director, Shirley, and also the producer, Ulysses. Go. Buenos dias, buenos tardes, buenas noches, everyone. This is Restaurant Fiction. We are in Highland Park. Now, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. And this is one of the most romantic relationships that uh, Restaurant Fiction has ever seen, has ever heard, has ever been a part of. That it's about a man named Victor, and it's about uh, a grill. But this grill is more of a woman. Yeah, that's right, because this uh, this grill has a name, and her name is Maria. That's right. You see, now, of all relationships that we experience, you know, personally, restaurant fiction, we are married and we've never had this uh, symbiotic, this amazing relationship like a man and his grill, Maria. You see, back in the day, uh, there was a little crankiness in this uh, relationship. There were these uh, cacophonies, these harsh sounding dins while they took these romantic strolls, uh, Victor and Maria, down Highland Park. You see, these two met on the streets, yeah, and, and that's also where they earned their Ph.D., on the streets. And, you know, there wasn't really a honeymoon process. Usually in any kind of budding relationship, there's that honeymoon phase. No, no, no. They got in the brass tacks. They got in the meat and potatoes of the relationship because both of them were in it to win it. That's right. It was almost like that burn your boats mentality that this is going to work this is going to work. There are no if, ands, or buts. Now, you see, 
Victor, to this day, turns on Maria like no one's business. That's literally and figuratively and metaphorically, depending on uh, how you want to do that. But anyway, inevitably, from this, there is a chain reaction. From that turning on of Maria, the entire neighborhood, the entire... uh, you know, LA area is also turned on from Victor and Maria's passionate bond. You see, each and every night, Maria and Victor, they produce tacos, which aka what restaurant fiction we call them, they're love babies. That's right. You see, beyond the TLC and talking to the food, you know, every single taco, that's right, every single deconstructed uh, component represents uh, their history, their family, their love of the past and the present, and also the abundant future, you see. And because of that, there is this inner peace, this inner happiness, not just in themselves, but also in each taco. And because of this, because of this love, because of this relationship between Victor and Maria, the community is fed The culture stays present, and L.A. is kept a magical place. All right, that is our review, the Restaurant Fiction Review of Via's Tacos. We are talking to the man, the myth, the legend, the owner, the operator, Victor Villa. We are talking also to uh, the uh, director and producer, uh, Shirley, and producer Ulysses. Um, guys, uh, in grab the mic, please. Uh, what did Restaurant Fiction get right? What did we get wrong? Now, we are basing that review off of uh, Shirley's amazing documentary. First and foremost, Shirley, please tell us about the documentary, your film, and then go into, um, yeah, about uh, what you guys think of that review, please. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Manas. So we have a documentary here called a Chile Ghana's The Villas Taco Story. It is a short documentary that spotlights the faith and perseverance of community leader Victor Villa and his family in Los Angeles. In Spanish, A Chile Ghana's roughly translates to giving it your all and never giving up. To the Villa family, it is also an honor to the sacrifices of their immigrant ancestors and an inspiration to a new generation of family members. In this film, Our protagonist, Victor, embarks on a journey to stand out in a diverse and competitive taco scene in Los Angeles, where he embraces his identity as a first-generation Mexican-American, establishing the first L.A.-style Estilo L.A. taco. Uh, My man, you pretty much nailed it right on on the spot with with the relationship between Maria and I. Maria, uh, she turns me on like no other, and I turn her on as well. And we make some beautiful taco babies that uh, the community of Highland Park and the community of Los Angeles, the community at large, they seem to really, really like. Uh, so it's 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 a lot of love that goes into Maria and a lot of love that she gives me as well. Although she can't talk, I feel like like she knows me better than a lot of people know myself. And I know her better than anyone could ever imagine. I've seen her from rust to, to where she is now. You know, I, I, I kind of transformed her to, to who she is now. Now, um, not only do I know Maria, but I have uh, pretty much not only in L.A., but in California, and people travel to L.A. to visit the taco stand, to visit Maria. So I feel like Maria, a lot of people know her, a lot of people love her, and uh, a lot of people appreciate her because of, of what she does for, for the company, for myself, for them when she comes, you know, because she's the leader 
she's she's like the leader. She's the leader of the team. Uh, without her, there would be no me. Without me, there would be no her. So I like how how you how you spoke that so so romantically, so poetically, of of our relationship, of uh, of the relationship between Marie and I, the relationship of not only Marie and I, but Maria and everybody who comes in contact with her uh, whenever we light her up. You know, she's a she's a spicy little thing. She's a she's a hot little mamacita, and uh, and and I love her, and and it's awesome to see how many other people really love her, and and know her name. Uh, know her first name, know her last name. That's Maria Villa. Uh, so not only is she Maria, but she's Maria Villa. Yeah, as Victor speaks, he has a big smile on his face because of his love for Maria. And Maria is a Santa Maria grill, special grill that Victor chose especially for uh, the way he cooks with charcoal. It gives more flavor, more love to his to his taco. It's not just gas. It's not a quick, easy bite. It's something that takes work, it takes pride, it takes a relationship to really conquer and to really make an award-winning taco like Victor does. So I think that romanticism is strong there. You know, obviously, the taco is important, the product is important, but how also equally, if not more important, is the story? Um, just going back to Maria, I think what we're trying to show in the film is that there is so much going on behind what you see of the taco. Like the taco is the most outfront representation of the VS taco story. But what we're trying to really emphasize is there is this, these individual characters and the VS taco stories that needs to be heard and be seen by all of our audiences. For example, Maria is one of the most main character. We see this really interesting, unique bound between him, uh, between Maria and Victor, which is so special that it's even more Im- important and deeper than a human to human connection in a way. But um, we think that to understand the importance of the food, to really appreciate the importance of food. We really need to go behind the food and understand what is the story behind the making of the food. Who are the people who are making this food? Yeah, surely she she, she got it pretty, uh, pretty on the dot. So people come, usually we only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but there's so much more that goes on um, before Friday even starts. You know, Wednesdays is the day that we prepare the meat and Thursday is the day that we, we get the the vegetables and stuff like that. And, you know, we distribute it amongst different family members. But, um, yeah, people come on Friday, they take a bite of that taco, and maybe they just see in front of them what's going on. But in reality, there's so much more. It's, 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 very, it's, it's a lot deeper than just that Friday, or it's a lot deeper than just the tortillas being made or the meat being chopped. Or, or the cilantro being placed on the tacos, or the salsas that are already prepackaged that we packaged that day, getting put in each individual bag. You know, there's there's a piece of my grandma going in there. There's a piece of my mom going in there. There's a piece of my dad going in there. There's a piece of everybody who contributes going in there. So I think that's what makes our tacos so good. That's what makes them award-winning tacos is the fact that you got a labor love going in there. Each family member knows that. You know, with with love, everything tastes better. So whenever we do something, we try to do it to the best of our ability. 
and we try to do it with a lot of love. That's what makes our food so special, is that we love doing what we love doing, no matter what, no matter if we're, if we're busy, if we're not busy, if we're super slammed, if we have a line down the block, it's, it's always done with a lot of love. And I think, I think with love, everything is achievable. With love, everything tastes better. And with love, everything is possible. In the documentary, it shows, and obviously you just said in real life, but it shows that you're, you're almost nearly working 24-7, 365. Even if, you know, I mean, almost. Yes, yeah. you, you still have a, a family and all that. You know, but, and you're also on hand at all times. I mean, you're, you're out there, you're serving, you're mingling. How important is it for the owner of the business to be present and to be there at all times? Well, I think in, in life and in leadership, there's, there's a couple of types of leaders, but there's two, there's two basic types of leaders. One is the one that's, that's leading through the, in the front, right? That's pushing, pushing everybody on their back. And then you have the other type of leader that's whipping, whipping everybody in front. You know, I consider myself the leader that, that leads by example, that, uh, that carries everyone on, on his back. You know, when, when we start on Friday, uh, when everyone's on hour one, I'm on like hour 60 or so. Um, I haven't seen the film, but, uh, it's, I think it's very important that, that the owner really, really shows his passion, his dedication, his or her dedication, his or her passion for whatever it is they want to do, whether they're selling tacos, whether they're doing something else, because I think that, that passion, that, that drive, people really see it. And, and when people DM me or, or when people write to me, it's important that I write to them back because that way they see that I'm communicating with them and that it's not just, it's not just, uh, you know, an automated system or, or when we used to take orders um, online, as you probably see in the film, it's actually me taking the orders. It's actually me communicating with them, me creating this rapport with, with, with our guests. So... So we create this type of bond. We create this type of relationship because I think at the end of the day, people just want to feel like they're part of something. People want to feel loved. People want to feel like they belong somewhere. And I think at Villas, they belong here. So going back to how, why is it important that, that an owner is, is, is always at the forefront of, of their operation is that, so people could see that, you know, this, is, this isn't just something that I do because I want the money or, or I just, it's something that I really love doing. And, and, I, and I'm always working because I love it. You know, I'm always, I'm always dry, uh, going up and down here, going over here, going over there. And I do it because I love it. I do it because it's necessary as well. Um, I think most owners, they, they could also agree uh, most owners of a business could also agree that no one's going to want your success in anything more than yourself. No one's going to want it more than I do. No one's going to want me to win more than I want to win. So I think, I think that's the mentality that I have is that I'll do whatever I have to do. I'll work however many hours I need to work, however many days I need to work in order to get the job done. Because at the end of the day, the job is going to get done. Why? Because I'm going to make sure that it's going to get done. It's going to be my responsibility. And, I, and if it doesn't get done, I can't blame anybody but myself. 
Victor, you just also said that was beautiful. You also said that's actually how Kobe Bryant, uh, may rest in peace, uh, went along. I mean, that's the Mamba mentality as well. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that is mom. So Kobe Bryant was one of my, was one of my heroes growing up. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think I share a lot of the same views as him because I, I like thinking, you know, life is easy. It's actually not, but it's easy. You either do it or you don't. You either win or you don't. It's up to you to do it or it's up to you not to do it. It's simple. There's two choices. So, you know, it's not going to be easy. Kobe Bryant was in the gym before anybody was in the gym. Nobody told him to get up that early. Nobody told him to go to the gym. He was there. Nobody told me to start this business. Nobody told me to to work my ass off every day, 15 hours, 14 hours, be on my phone all day, build these relationships. But it was something that I wanted. It was it was the will and and it was my drive to succeed. And that comes from inside. Uh, it's a burning desire that I have to win. And and winning to me means, you know, succeeding to 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 keep on going. It's it's just what I have inside of my heart. It's the drive that I have. That's why I think it's it's also like the Mamba mentality. I've studied uh Kobe Bryant before. I've I've read some of his interviews before and uh that guy was just on another level. And I think that's what it takes to to become who you want to become. I think that's what it takes to become one of the greatest is is doing the stuff that nobody wants to do. Everybody says they want to win. Everybody says they want to be the best, but their actions show otherwise. I just, I just do it. Whether the cameras are on, whether the cameras are off, I'm not afraid to get dirty. I'm not afraid to put in the hard work, put in the extra hours. I'm not afraid to do whatever it is I have to do in order to succeed, in order to win. So, and, uh, Although I haven't seen the documentary yet, that was a personal choice. I wanted to see it in theater when it came out, um, just because I know these two here—they're they're the mo- the most talented people I've worked to up to date, and I've worked with a lot of people. But um, I could I could say these two, their work ethic is unlike any other, and and they're great at what they do. So I have a hundred percent trust in them, and I know that they're that they've done an amazing job with this documentary and that's why i i just want to see it in theater so i could be surprised and and i could i could be there with my family i could laugh with my family i could cry with my family i could be proud with my family and i could get to work the next day (laughs) and keep on going because no matter what just like kobe Bryant, after he won a championship after he won a trophy you you don't get content you just keep on going that's what i plan on doing i plan on keep on going so Last question is, what is the uh, question I'm not asking you guys? I would say, why? Such a simple question. Such a non-direct question. Why? Why? Why do you want that success? Why do you want all these trophies? Why do you want to win so bad? And that's something no one has asked me before, I think. For me, mainly... I want my success to be attributed to helping the world. To helping the world 
as corny as it sounds, be a better place. I think too many people focus on on negative, on too many people focus on on hate, hatred. Not enough people focus on on love. On how can you help be, make this world a better place? I think so many people die rich, right? They 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 build this this wealth, and they die with all that wealth. You see, I want to. Obviously, I want I want to become super successful, and and I want to have the means to feed my family. But not only them, I don't think it only stops there. It's you know, there's a lot of hungry kids in this world. And when I was uh, about two years ago, I went on a taco tour in Mexico, and and I went on that taco tour in Mexico because my dad he would tell me stories of when he would grow up that he didn't have much. That some days, as him and his brothers would go three days without eating. Imagine that going three days without eating. It's just something that, first of all, I couldn't imagine because I didn't go through that growing up. But with with the experience of of my dad and hearing hearing, you know, the struggles that that he went through. I think that's that's what's been my drive to to succeed to become the most successful person I've ever met so that I could help young individuals like my dad, you know, help them out financially, help them out with food or whatever, but maybe being that that guy that goes and talks at these schools, at at these at-risk schools or these at-risk communities and, and, Damn near telling them the secret to what made me successful or to what made me, quote unquote, who I am, which is using that, instead of using that as sorrow for yourself, using that as motivation to win and maybe help out like I'm doing that day, helping out all the kids in that room. Maybe you guys could do the same in the future. You know, just the way... My dad was able to help me out, even though no one was able to help him out. Maybe I could do the same, but not only to my son, to the world. That's a little bit about my why. This is just me thinking out loud, but I was, I think, asking about why, what, what makes HLA Ghana's The VS Taco Story, this documentary, unique? Might be a good question to ask. Um, what we think is there are so many documentaries about food and tacos that are available from Netflix Taco Chronicle to Chef's Table to all these shows that you can find online everywhere. They really go into detail about the history of taco and the process of making a taco, but none of them has really delved deep into the story behind the taco. And that's why we think our film, our documentary, Chaliganas, is unique because it really is a holistic exploration on how food is able to salvage a family's memory and able to unite a community and is able to foster change in society at large. We mentioned about Villas Tacos' location in Highland Park and the history of Highland Park, the ongoing gentrification and also the forgotten redlining policy in Highland Park. So what we're trying to do for this documentary here is to hopefully 
empowers the people, those people who identify as people of color, immigrants across different generations to challenge societal stereotypes and imagine the possibility of their own goals and dreams. Because as what we've seen, there hasn't been a lot of films or TV show that feature a, a Latino role model. But this is what we're doing in our film. We're featuring Victor Villa as the community role model. And what I'm going to describe this film is it's inspiring and empowering. And this is the goal we have for this film is to really inspire other people who share the similar experience through the story of Villa Tacos. You know, if we had a couple hours to keep talking and a, and more mics and a giant table, I would ask... And some tequila and some beer and, and, and maybe some maybe some mota, maybe some weed. And we just keep, you know, we would talk about the rest of the important people to this story, not just Victor, but the rest of the family, especially those, you know, who we don't feature in the film. We feature a few, but Victor's family is, is a big family and their unique histories all come together to this point to create this story. And every individual plays their part in one way or another, whether sometimes in our family, some family members teach us with good lessons and sometimes they teach us with bad lessons. And we use that in our, in ourselves and as we grow up to really inform our vision. And I, you know, I think that's an important question is who else besides the filmmakers, besides Victor, who else and what is their story and what, what does their story inform uh, to this other story here, this larger story? Uh, because it's big, and if we had time, we would we would do a whole series on this family if we could. Uh, but we have thirty minutes, and I think we told it as best as we could. All right, where can everyone find you? This is now time for shout outs, your projects, everything. Floor is yours, Mike. Go ahead, everything. So you can go ahead and find us on Instagram. That's the best place to to follow us. It's at Villas Tacos Los Angeles at Villa V I L L A S. Tacos Los Angeles. I'm Victor Villa right here with Shirley, Ulysses, and I'll pass a mic. <laughs> you can find uh, Echale Ganas, the Villa's taco story on Instagram at Echale, E-C-H-A-L-E underscore Ganas, G-A-N-A-S underscore film. Also, same thing on, on Google or Yahoo, whatever search site you like. Uh, you'll find our website. And you can find me, Ulysses.Salcido. Online, you'll find me. Uh, finally, from the film team, we want to thank Villas Tacos, thank Victor Villa and his family for allowing us to enter their life and share their story with the world. We want to thank everyone who have worked on this film and who helped visualize the story that we want to tell. And we also want to thank Restaurant Fiction for this opportunity to showcase the story and also showcase this amazing taco restaurant in Los Angeles. This is a place that you have to try. Victor, Shirley, Ulysses, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was fantastic. This was such a thrill for us at Restaurant Fiction to uh, go to where Victor slings his tacos to where that creation is so we can actually see and smell Maria. I know that sounded kind of dirty, but no, really, Maria does uh, smell. I mean, she is a grill. But anyway, uh, 
this was an awesome chat. And for all of you out there, please, please go watch, go support the film Echaleganis, the Vias Tacos story, E-C-H-A-L-E, Ganas, G-A-N-A-S. Also, if you want to know more about what Victor is doing and his creation and how he's slowly but surely building his taco empire, uh, hit him up on Instagram. It is Vias Tacos Los Angeles, V-I-L-L-A-S. T-A-C-O-S-L-O-S-A-N-G-E-L-E-S. And yeah, just support this amazing, amazing film. Support uh, this these amazing tacos and the proprietors behind this. And support also documentaries and food documentaries. This is honestly a very different food documentary. I know on Netflix, like Shirley and Ulysses said, there are some incredible documentaries related to food that are on Netflix and the Travel Channel, etc. Well, guess what? There is still room for originality. There is still a lot of room for uniqueness. And what Shirley and Ulysses have put together is something uh, that really will be in the zeitgeist for a very, very long time. You know, people always want that banner in life. Well, Shirley and Ulysses and Victor, well, they got that. They earned that. Please see this film, eat Victor's tacos, and just listen to another awesome episode of Restaurant Fiction. My name is Monis Rose, and remember, keep it real, keep it fresh, and always keep on the flip side. Exterior. Interior. Restaurant. Bar. Bar.